0: I split a song so you can sing along with my special guest star to four two 14. You like to sing and dance and this podcast by chance Explores musicals for you Everyone, welcome back to another episode of Life's But a Song, a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals. I'm your host John, and with me today are two new guests of the pod that I dragged on here. They are two thirds of the Beards and Sundries podcast. It's Anthony Criswell and Joe Criswell. Everyone, woo, woo, here, hello, and this is not the podcast you guys thought you were going to be on. you wanted it, it to be on my other one on. yeah <laughs> no the, well
1: actually i like this one this is the one that i now that you invited us for this specific episode
0: mm-hmm. yeah yes I, i'm into it so so every once in a while when john decides the guest and the movie it goes right and today we're here to talk about the 1999 i'm calling it a classic even though it's not that old technically it's a, classic. it's a classic south park bigger longer and uncut why because i know joe is a super fan of south park anthony i actually don't know are you like a big south park nut like your husband is i love south park uh especially in my adulthood when i
1: was a teenager it used to make me clutch my pearls a little bit so i just like to see this personal growth of myself that i now really enjoy all of it
0: the uh, South Park Bigger, Long, and Uncut. The screenplays by Matt, uh, Matt Stone, Trey Parker, and Pam Brady. Music and lyrics by Trey Parker and Mark Shaman. Yes, the Mark Shaman, everyone. Uh, directed, mm. directed by Trey Parker. And according to IMDb, when Stan Marsh and his friends go see an R rated movie, they start cursing and their parents think that Canada is to blame.
2: (laughs) I gotta tell you, a few months ago, I listened to your episode on Mr. Hanky The Christmas Pooh, and I was so jealous because I was like, this is right in my wheelhouse. I would have loved to be on this one. So when you contacted us about this film in particular, I was ecstatic.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, because you express your uh your emotions your feelings about the mr episode. episodes that's why i was like fine we're gonna (laughs) do south park because i a your other co-host jay has been on multiple times now and B, like i just want to get you guys out of here an excuse to watch this movie because i love this movie uh the one thing though that maybe you two can help joe at least can help is this movie canon or is it like out in its own thing own existence
2: so this movie came out in 1999 and South Park itself started in 1997 so the show itself was still basically in its infancy so they tried a lot of new things that they had never tried before and I mean this movie is so old that Butters wasn't even like a character yet he's just like a background kid in the class so it, I think it is canon, like the events actually do take place. They just never really talk about it in the TV series. So, I think the movie is just like a long musical episode, like you know, how sitcoms usually do a musical episode at some point. Uh huh, they just got them. it out of the way really early. <laughs> so, so because,
0: like, I know in the show, Mr. Garrison replaces Mr. Hat with Mr. Twig. Is that around this time when this movie came out? I think
2: that happened after the movie because they were diving into mr garnison as a character more after the events of the movie i do know that terence and philip play a huge part in the boys lives as it's their favorite tv show and they continue that in the tv series as well so i do know that carries over for sure Okay.
1: well and i guess realistically the only thing that would have changed going forward in the series is mr hack because at the end of the film Kenny's wish uh, as spoiler alert as we're going to the end of the film at the beginning of the conversation um <laughs> is that they sort of retcon everything that happened after the war started so like none of that happens and the only thing that changes is that Satan takes Mr. Hat with him back to hell
2: Oh yeah that, that's right that's he that's
1: why I was friend.
0: asking if that's the only thing that was affected in the series because like this movie, from my limited knowledge of the series, and don't tell my mom that I've watched the show or this movie. I'm <laughs> it was this was one of the big no-no shows. And like, but one of the things that is weird or interesting is that they introduced the fact that they're cursing in this movie, but I feel like they were bleeping them prior to this like in the first two in the first few seasons of the show but i don't i don't know i'm not a big historian on south park or anything like that. that's a tough question to answer because i
1: can't think of what those first couple of seasons were like they were very
2: heavily hand animated still yeah yeah there wasn't a lot of computer animation yet for them
0: well so it's interesting because at some points in this I was confused as to whether this is when they started doing the computer animation or not because there's the shadow behind a lot of characters, and so it was very, it was just very interesting. And then obviously once we get to hell, I'm like, ah, yes, here we go. Here's mm-hmm. the,
2: here's the computer. Here's animation. the big production.
0: Uh-huh. Yes, and especially the um, Dragon Ball Z esque ending for Cartman. There's that one shot where it, it, it's in, it spins them around. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So. <laughs> it's
1: yeah. funny you should mention that because there's that scene where they're panning up to Satan when he's singing up there and he's standing on that balcony. And I don't think they did the same animation when they did that. I think they literally did these like small sets of cells basically to like get to that point. So it looks like it's panning from his right up to his center and zooming in. And I think that they probably built each one of those little scenes and just, Oh shit. Yeah. I don't, it doesn't look the same as that Cartman moment, but I don't know. Again, I it's, I haven't researched that at all.
2: There is a funny part where they reference the animation style because they're walking on the street or something and they set it up and <laughs> Cartman says, they're talking about the Terrence and Phillips show and they're like, oh, it's okay. And, and Cartman goes, oh yeah, but the animation's all crappy. And then it, they just start walking along the sidewalk and they're just <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> moving just, all choppy I and, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what's so it's I like mean, a self dig.
0: Well, and then what's the, the thing about it though. So, okay, 1999, where it's a different world than 2023. But when they started singing blame Canada, I just wrote down, but now it'll be blame the gays or blame (laughs) this other group of people. Because I, I feel like that it's, it's sad, but also very interesting to think about like what's being commented on in this movie, I feel like can be applicable to today. And Mm -hmm. even though there is, like, Brian Boitano and Saddam Hussein and all these other, like, 90s references, you can easily just replace it with something else and it'll be the same as saying it today, you know? Yeah, and that's
1: what South Park does so well, is they make this social commentary that uh, there's sort of these fixed points in society that... Even, you know, 30 years could pass and it's still relevant, just in a different way.
2: Well, and it's funny that the subject material of the movie itself just kind of plays homage to South Park itself. It's parents getting mad at a cartoon show that they don't understand Mm. because it's introducing foul language. And what is South Park if not that?
0: Right, and also they're talking about, they talk about the MPAA a lot. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they... (laughs) I was reading on the Wikipedia page, the trivia page, that, like, this, uh, according to the 2001 Guinness Book of World Records, like, this movie has the most profanity used in an animated film of 399 swear words.
2: Oh, they couldn't hit 400?
0: (laughs) If you jump down later in the trivia page, they talk about how if they use 400 or more swear words, the MPAA would give them an NC-17 rating
2: oh that
0: is oh my
2: god wow And meanwhile matt parker and trey stone to get right up to the limit too meanwhile and they say this in the
0: movie you know showing people dying and war and all that fine you can get a yeah pg-13 rating out of that or pg or whatever and you're like and even and like now you know what is it 24 years later something like that Mm
2: -hmm. like
0: we're still you say fuck once in a movie and it's PG-13 automatically and you're like why what? why
1: can't we say shit on TV now like can't we just
0: do that yes and this was okay. like the second show I believe South Park was the second show that was allowed to do that and they had the little counter if you remember yeah,
1: I remember <laughs> oh I distinctly remember
2: there's a uh, little song hey there shady shady
1: what do you do <laughs> <laughs> i love the part of this speaking of the mpaa where they go to buy the tickets to the movie and they're doing the little song on the way they're they're gathering each other and they get all the way to the movies like five tickets to see terrence and philip please and the guy's like no
0: (laughs) and he just wears a smile the whole time
2: (laughs) and then they get the homeless guy and he gets him right in I, I love that
0: in the background of that you see the Mecca Barbara Streisand from. Is that the first episode?
2: Uh, so it's that's not the first episode, season. but I think it's like it's the first season. Yeah, the first sure. or second season, yeah. Mecca Streisand, <laughs> Mecca Streisand. Oh my God,
0: these guys, and the fact that they use Barbara Streisand at the end for when Cartman is like using his <laughs> the, magic. Final, yes. the final yes final ultimate word to curse word is Sam Barbara Streisand forever. <laughs> <laughs> But like some of those, some of those words that he says, I'm like, they're not bad. Like one of the shock is uh, one of the effects uh, of like the lightning or whatever he says tampon, and I'm like, that's bloody not tampon a bad popsicle. Bloody tam, that's not a that's <laughs> not bad. <laughs> those are just words that you just sewn together. <laughs>
1: you put them together to make them bad. I think like the v-chip especially Uh, the purpose of that was that it was the intention of what he was saying would trigger the effect oh
0: Mm -hmm. because okay because then also when they were doing the demonstration and there was what the big floppy donkey dick or whatever (laughs) there's an image of a donkey on there so i'm like okay but if he's talking about that donkey then is he is he should he be shocked i guess you can't say
2: rocco steel either oh Oh my
0: god (laughs) wow yeah.
1: really taking this podcast a little more in the beards and sundries direction
0: i mean that's what happens when i have two-thirds of them we should have i should have gotten jay on this just because just to be like welcome to my world everyone oh god it would have been nonsense yeah <laughs> yeah basically um so okay um where do you, do you guys want to talk more about the songs you want to talk more about like story? wait we, we've kind of got into story um where, where talk about the songs so okay i say do you guys know who mark shaman is first of all i don't i'm I don't sorry either. okay i'm a so, bad podcast guest so no it's it's okay it's it's okay baby that's why we're here we're here we're, we're <laughs> gonna i'm gonna ease you into this one uh mark shaman <laughs> is a big composer for broadway basically he wrote hairspray the or he co-wrote the music for hairspray. Oh, okay um he also i know who he is
1: because i know hairspray
0: he also wrote a lot of the original music for smash the tv show that uh happened in like 10 years ago something like that where okay i lost you guys great uh Yeah, nope. Don't
1: know what Smash is. So
0: sorry. I I find it also interesting that Trey Parker is one of the writers of this because I don't I know he's like big on the directing and the writing of, of South Park, but like I I guess I never really realized how much into music he is into writing. Cause when we did the other ones, I think he wrote all those songs too, which blew my fucking mind, especially uh at this rate they were still doing the show like one show a week or something like that mm-hmm. it's what's less
2: that?
0: What's mind that? blowing oh sorry go ahead i was going to say what's that documentary 6 days of
2: 6 days of uh, it's i know what you're talking about it's it shows oh, how they make an episode in 6 days and it's crazy i
0: saw it pulled up earlier whenever i was
1: trying to watch the movie again for the second time in 2 days to make myself fresh <laughs> <laughs> But it's, I don't remember what it was called.
0: Yeah. I remember I remember watching one of the videos on when they were doing human Pad. Like you saw yes. create that from, from like writing the script to the final product. And it is insane. I don't
1: know. I Had to I show my it. coworker that part of that episode today because he continually does not read the entirety of emails that get sent to him. And it's so fucking funny because he will get like halfway through it and then respond. And I'm like, that is entirely wrong. man! like, you missed the whole point. You got to read the whole thing. And he'll do stuff like that. I'm like, why won't it read?
0: And and again, you can just take out like a little detail and put in another detail. And it's the same sentiment. Uh, Like, yes, these guys are fucking geniuses
2: well and it just shows to their musical talent and creativity i mean look later on book of mormon and then they Mm -hmm. made two video games and just the creativity alone like i just can't fathom how much they do they made
1: more than two video games but let's be real stick of truth and um what's the other one the 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 fractured fractured butthole yeah
2: They're really good games. <laughs> John, were you not
1: aware of these games? I knew that they were well, these
0: South Park games. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, I knew South Park had games. I just didn't know the names of them. Yeah.
1: The fractured butthole. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> it's it's a great game. <laughs> Highly recommend.
0: <laughs> so in this movie, there are they reprise Kyle's mom's a bitch, which happened earlier in the show, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they made it more and i feel like this is the only one that really is a reference to this series uh i think the rest of this movie is its own adventure (laughs) like you said joe it's like a it's their musical episode but in an hour and 20 minutes i feel like that song didn't get
1: enough visuals involved with it it felt so cabaret and it's like tone and i wanted to have more of the kids in like cabaret outfits and dancing and things like that happening while it was happening. And I feel like (laughs) you really can't animate that as well, but I just, I don't know. I love the song and I feel like it needs more.
2: That's some of the best parts of the song though, is that all the kids join in because they agree. Kyle's mom is a bitch. So they all know too. Which makes me think, like, how many times have they been terrorized by Kyle's mom at some point, complaining about something? And then also, when they go to different countries around the world, I thought, watching the subtitles, that there might be, like, lyrics in different languages. But the Mm-mm, subtitles no. literally say, like, garbled French. Garbled mocking African, French, My- mocking <laughs> French, that's right.
0: <laughs> yeah, because uh, if, if before before we got there, I was just like, oh, right, they do go around the world. Because a lot of this viewing, I haven't seen this movie in a while. I'm not going to lie to you. So a lot of this was just like, oh, shit, there is a talking clitoris in this movie. Yes, I remember this yeah. now.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah.
0: like, when they do that, I was just, one, before I read the subtitles, because I also watch everything in subtitles these days. Hello, Millennial. Um, mm-hmm. I was just I can't like... here hear without my subtitles. <laughs> you're right. I was like, I wonder what they're, if they're actually saying something and then obviously it's mocking. So (laughs) Uh, her, Matt and Trey's style and Pam, I guess. (laughs) Okay. So one thing though, that I noticed in this, and I don't know if this is true or not at the end of I'm super, I feel like big Gail is naked. And I'm pretty yes. sure I saw his dick.
1: Yes. You do fully yep. get to see his penis at least twice.
0: Yep. I, was, I don't remember seeing it
2: before. That's yep. the thing. It'll lead him the lead up to that song is always wild too because like he, the boys are trying to like stretch the, the show out so they can save Terrence uh-huh. and Phillip and Big Gail's like I've got a song I could sing oh I don't oh, know and they're practice. like sing it sing it and he's like oh I couldn't and then just hear Kyle go sing the fucking song <laughs> <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't practiced like that's that's very
0: cabaret. that's that's very much very gay as well you know
2: you're like wow. oh I'm host- ready to go.
0: Oh, I'm well, hosting because, like, a drag brunch and I'm supposed... We, we're we running... We're, oh, we have so much time left to fill. Oh, what do we do? TFD. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then they roll that grand piano out as if it were just... Oh, it was there the whole time. They were always planning to use it.
2: <laughs>
0: I don't know how much you, of this podcast you guys have listened to, but my mind tends to wander into weird places whenever I rewatch something, especially if I've seen it a thousand times beforehand. So this time... When we got to I'm Super, I was like, is this, like, a them commenting on, like, don't ask, don't tell in a way? Because you have, like, the flamingest, flaming homosexual character of the show be part of the USO, and all the army guys are here for it. So I'm like, is it a weird, like, I may be stretching too.
1: (laughs) I can see that. I can see it. I mean, he does directly address the fact that he's gay by the end of it. But I, I mean, you're right to a degree. He dances around it in a way, literally, um, uh-huh. up until the very end of it.
2: I and mean, he does also naked. have to follow Winona Ryder and her ping pong ball trick. Fucking Winona! That's her ping
0: pong ball trick. <laughs> I didn't miss one.
2: <laughs> oh so God! I, it's the and, noise and, they and make yippy too. The and yippy the back flipping dog,
0: and where there's a banner. It's fucking like this movie is so detailed to the point where I have to, I have to text you guys this one. Actually, hold on.
2: That's I, that's classic Matt and Trey. Like they are so attentive to detail in their creativity and they just don't miss a thing.
0: Okay. I took a photo of a scene with Mr. Garrison in the classroom. Cause I noticed the alphabet behind him and I wasn't sure if they did it this way for the FU
2: Oh, uh, so, I don't think so, because it's just literally backwards from front to back.
0: That's But that's why I was like, is that... Because I'm used to seeing it, you know, the alphabet, but capital lowercase uh, of the same letter. So I wasn't sure if, like, them capitalizing forward, but then lowercasing backwards.
2: I don't know. I've not seen
1: it like this, but I also... I think Joe's probably right. It's
0: just... It's just cause.
2: Well, yeah. and it also gives you a sense of how bad of a teacher Mr. Garrison is because later on when they get Miss Chokes on Dick in the series or when they go to fourth grade, they switch to a classroom where the alphabet's up in cursive on top of the, the blackboard and it's correct. So it, I think it's just maybe a play on how bad of a teacher Mr. Garrison is.
0: I was just hoping it was them sneaking in like another fu or something like fuck or you know.
2: I can see them having a little chuckle whenever they made the realization that it was like a coincidence
0: apparently the two don't remember making this movie
2: <laughs> i <laughs> could see prob- that. probably yeah. not i mean my god i can't imagine how many sleepless nights there were
1: especially with producing south park itself at that point where they're just making an episode making content constantly constant.
2: yeah yes
0: yeah. and we and we're three podcasters we understand you know having a full-time job and podcasting and living and this and that oh so, yeah yeah it's work
1: it's work and we don't have to cut out anything for animations
0: right yeah they must hate themselves for how they started it being like motherfucker how (laughs) i I mean i've done projects for sure where i'm just like why am i being such an idiot i'm going about it in such a roundabout way when i'm I'm sure there's a straight line or something that i can
1: yeah that's been us in editing lately we're like we've gotten so much more efficient with it and i'm just like what was i doing in those first several episodes where i was spending days doing this shit yeah.
0: um okay let's let's play a little game ready which song do you think was a, was nominated for an academy award go
2: um i'm going to guess
0: academy award uh huh i'm going to go with I, you know what
1: i'm going to go with up there Okay. That's a good guess.
2: I'm going to guess Oh man, this is tough. I'm going to guess Mountain Town Reprise the very end.
0: So, I get the point because you're both wrong. It was Blame Canada.
1: Oh. <laughs> Blame Canada. Well, so I didn't is a realize banger. we were doing Beards and Sundries rules for if we lose, you get the point.
0: Hey, my podcast, my rules, baby.
2: <laughs> Welcome. My favorite part my favorite part about blame canada is when it cuts over to cartman's mom and she just goes and that bitch and murray too <laughs> i she said that <laughs> the last time i never noticed it before and i was like hey what does she have against ann murray <laughs> <laughs>
0: what do what do matt and trey have against barbara streisand that they make her Mecca streisand i mean i get it i have a mild hate for barbara streisand but it's just
1: more because of her annoyance in existing so hey, hey 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 hey, hey, hey
0: jay was on an episode covering i know movie. i know most
1: people love her it's not i'm it, there's no accounting for taste
2: in the really? earlier seasons too with barbara streisand they did uh, every halloween episode they would do spooky vision the... and they would put barbara streisand on the side of the screen yes. <laughs> and they would change it after every commercial break and it was just different pictures of barbara streisand and they called it spooky vision
0: oh my god so okay Anthony, you talk, we talked about the ending where Kenny made the wish. So within the movie though, they follow this weird path where they there's Gregory, who is a new character who's dating Wendy, who mm-hmm. says, Hey, if you want to start a resistance, you gotta go find the mole. The mole will help you and everything. Okay. Yeah,
2: Guard dog sheep.
0: And then there's this French kid named the Mole who helps them. He goes, but he dies now is he for like forever dead or is he did he only die in that moment because he's never gregory and the mole are never back in the series i believe
1: i'm pretty sure he died which i think was part of like a, a little subversion of expectations because up until that point there hadn't been any real consequences except for kenny and it's always so funny to watch how dramatic it is for other characters to actually die <laughs> <Yeah>. versus Kenny. <laughs> well the mole had his whole little version of law resistance and he has like the little law resistance
0: lives
2: on uh. that's a that's that's
0: that's a reference to Les mis as well as the song law resistance have you guys seen Les mis the Rob?
1: misarab I haven't. Yeah. I know culturally some of the more relevant items surrounding it. So his
0: I have. his death is the death of a character in that movie or in that show, basically, where uh she has a whole song before she dies <laughs> at the end of it, and you're like, okay, oh, no. yeah. But talking about how she loves this guy, and he's holding her in this arm in her in his arms, and she's like, I love you, but now I'm gonna die.
2: Goodbye. <laughs> i thought i thought it would have been funny if right after Christoph the mole if right after he died because he was like here i come god here i come you fucking rat but then like they do a reprise of little boy you're going to hell but it's for Christoph the mole instead
0: (laughs) that would have been great that would have been funny um i god this movie is just amazing i i remember watching it like when i was a wee lad you know but i think i watched this before i watched the show i don't Ooh, 24 years ago and i do not i don't remember anything <laughs> i
1: so i, mean, I would watch it sometimes because my friends would watch it and again like i would still clutch my pearls in a way and i don't i don't know why like as an adult i see why because i was raised you know southern baptist
0: Thank you for elaborating, because I was going to be like, maybe you should explain for people who don't listen to your podcast. For the the not cross-section of people who listen to both this one and...
1: There's probably a pretty good swath of people that don't listen to both.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I've seen the numbers.
2: (laughs) I, on the other hand, I was raised non-religious in a non-religious household. So South Park was a very popular you know thing in our household like my parents would call me downstairs when it was coming on at night like joe south park's on so this movie was very popular in our house too um we would watch the mr hankey's christmas classics every year like south park is a very loved thing in in our household
0: so did your parents take you to the movies to see this to see this or
2: they didn't take me to see it i saw it after i saw it a couple years after it was in theaters okay cuz so... i was 11 when it came out
0: yeah very very young so I don't know about you guys but like I've listened to this album occasionally and I usually skip up there while listening to it but like watching it but watching it though I'm like oh you're getting like such great visuals such great you know queer representation because Satan's gay yay (laughs) we got one (laughs) (laughs) we got one
2: (laughs) Satan, your ass is gigantic and red. Who am I going to pretend you are? A Minnelli? Minnelli. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I'll save part of this for later because there's a whole section that we will talk about this. But I love that song. I absolutely love that song. And I sing it all the time around the house.
0: I think it's because I m- like La Resistance and the on the album there, uh, is it the Violent Femmes cover I Can Change? I believe that's them.
1: Yes? I have no idea. I haven't listened to the album. I only have ever heard these songs on
0: this film.
2: Yeah. I know so, there's a second version of the Brian Boytano song during the ending credits.
0: So so there's a rap version of Kyle's Mom's a Bitch from uh and Joe C and Kid Rock record that one. Um Kid Rock. Yep. Uh the Violent Femmes Rap song. What the It fuck? is Why wa- I that I skip all the time. They also have uh, what would Brian Boitano do? Part two, which is more of a like a rock, rock version, and then they have a whole verse about chicken wings, spicy chicken wings.
1: Man, that sounds awesome! Actually, bonus content, chicken wing.
0: Um, I I swear it. I can change is, is by the Violent Femmes. RuPaul does a version of Super.
1: What really?
0: Yeah. Wow. Yes. And okay, then I there's, have to get this album. And then there's uh. There's Oh Canada, who by a, an actual band, but then Terrence and Philip make an appearance in it, <laughs> and that's how I know okay. the I was Canadian. Like, it can't be
1: completely serious,
0: that, and that's how I know the Canadian theme song is because of the South Park bigger, longer, uh, and a... Uh, you uh, need the, Canadian the Canadian national, national, anthem? national anthem? That, that too. Yes. <laughs> what? That's not called a theme song? <laughs> what? Hey,
2: what? <gasps> hey.
0: <gasps> oh, <gasps> I just love
2: the Star-Spangled Banner, the theme song for America. <laughs> the theme song for America. This <laughs> yeah, is like something... the other
1: day when my coworker called literal history lore, and I was like, lore? <laughs> Same thing, right? Theme
2: song, <laughs> anthem, not...
0: national anthem, yeah. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, sure. For the purposes of American this
2: podcast,
0: Canadian yes. War. <laughs> which I believe all those songs that I just listed are played during the credits, so they are technically part of the movie. <laughs> the technically, theme song. You're welcome. I don't know how we could get get back God. on track from this
2: uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I don't know if, if I this never were Beards S- and Sundries we would be belaboring this point the entire episode I never said I was smart everyone <laughs> I podcast <laughs> oh, so uh, to, to divert things though at the beginning of the movie when uh, Stan is singing Mountain Town he talks about the snow being pure white and as he does he scoops up a big line of yellow snow I, didn't I never notice noticed that. it before. And he puts it into a ball and like tosses it over his head and it like rains on him. It's white when he does it that way. But like, if you're watching the line on the little log, he's like scooping it off of is completely like there's just yellow in it.
2: Really? Oh, man. I didn't know that yeah. either. That might I be an didn't homage to the video game. Today. The original South Park video game, you can throw snowballs as a weapon and you can press a button on the controller and your character will pee on them. And then you can throw a pee snowball.
1: I mean oh, I did enjoy that the game a snow
2: lot. you white on the earth rich and. Rich.
1: To be fair, you can also shoot the cow gun in that game which will fully put their head inside of a cow's asshole as it stands on top of them and it's I mean it's wild. That
0: that game the was the first soft art video game was on was Nintendo that,
2: 64. Yeah, it was about to yep. be
0: that was an N64 one cuz didn't they also have yep. one for GameCube? Ooh, I don't know.
2: I think it might've been a dodgeball game or that might've been on computer. Got it. I don't remember.
1: Yeah. They had a racing
2: game, South Park Rally. I love that game. That was one of the first games I ever 100% completed. I got all the cars and racers and everything.
1: But I think Matt Stone and Trey Parker didn't like that game. I I think that's a little fun little tidbit is that they didn't enjoy it.
0: I was also reading that they didn't like the trailer originally from this um, because it was not what they wanted the film to be. So they had them to recut the trailer. I don't, just, huh? I don't know. I feel like though these two guys, though, like when you're like three knuckles deep into the show, like you've got to what
1: you got... <laughs> okay, just three knuckles deep. <laughs> just <laughs> you just just uh, got in there. You got yeah. just. You I gotta, mean, you gotta, you gotta you gotta really get the poppers, and you gotta like,
0: yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I feel like, though, like this is their baby. So, like, although, yes, they're working themselves to death, like, this is their job, and this is their creative juices flowing and everything, and yeah. dick jokes, so... I'm always with the dick jokes, especially right. when they show Big
1: Al's dick.
2: Or the very, very hyper-realistic dildo that Saddam Hussein had.
0: Twice. The two
1: dildos. I Twice.
0: love that scene so much.
2: Well, <laughs> wait, was I it...
0: Remember... it? Was the second one his actual dick or was that a dildo as No, well? it was no a remember? dildo. Okay. Yeah. I just watched this and I blacked it out. You know, we're doing yeah. great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember like seeing that and like seeing the dildo pop up and like the first time I watched it because I was so young, I was like, oh, they showed a penis. But like, of course, you know, now being who I am, it doesn't bother me. But I just I look back on that and I think, God, little me was so fucking offended by everything. Get over it
0: also the fact that Saddam Hussein
2: also had a little flappy head just like the Canadians
0: yeah what's that about was that just because it's it's his actual I mean him and Mel Gibson in the series also have the flappy heads but is that because they're using their actual face and it's like (sighs) funny
2: I think, think that, that might, might be have been it. what it was because I think they did that for all celebrities in the first couple seasons. I know later on they started modeling them actually, but for a while, in the beginning, they would just use their actual heads, to, <laughs> just as a joke, I guess.
1: You know now that we're talking about this, and we go back to is the movie canon? Didn't Saddam Hussein show up in a Christmas episode later?
2: I think I mean, so. That,
1: Canada,
0: but that's the thing about hell. Is that they could kill you all you want, but you'll come back like Kenny does. Because I right. remember there's one point in the show where Satan <sighs> is dating somebody else. Um, yeah. Some Chris. Sort of, yes. Chris and then, some gay guy ask. that died Fucking in an uh,
2: escalator accident at the mall. Yes. And that's why he's in hell.
0: And then Saddam kills Chris, but then Chris comes back because yeah, in the afterlife. Where was
2: it going to go? Detroit? <laughs> Plus
0: Yes. Plus it's an animated show. What are rules?
2: Exactly. There's also that's a point true. where uh Kenny's mom has a baby and they look down and the baby looks just like baby Kenny and they go, Kenny, that's a nice name. And the dad's like, This has gotta be like the fiftieth time this has happened. And the mom goes, fifty second, and then it cuts to credits. <laughs> I remember, oh my god, <laughs> yes.
1: Well that yeah. turns out to be his superpower later on, whenever he's Mysterion and yeah. every time he dies, he gets birthed again and they just put him back in his bedroom
0: (laughs) this show is so wild i know yeah (laughs) the other thing that's in this movie that is still present today is like we're doing it for the children it's for the children you know and that's that's such a weird sentiment that like i don't understand it I, i don't think i ever will where you're like you're trying to protect kid like to the point where finally sheila was like oh shit we started a war like that
1: i mean well, she wasn't even strange. apologetic about it she was straight up like gratuitous violence is fine as long as we're protecting children from smut
2: as long as we're not swearing yeah
0: and, Basically, but like, oh
1: yeah she says it exactly like that
0: but she is part of like the the mother's chorus when they at the uh, when they do, Mothers Mountain Against Town. Canada. Yep. No, no, no. The Mountain Town reprise when they yep. sing. Mm. Terrence and Philip are sweet, and yeah. she says She does a and complete one eighty. She
1: says super sweet. She's mm-hmm. the one who does that part. It's so wild because I was watching that. We watched it last night, and I watched it again tonight before we recorded this. And I was like, God, this is so relevant because I get fucking mad at how often people do things in the name of children when they're not really doing anything good for children like no, it's such a fucking bullshit excuse reading
2: to children anyone that's oh, what i thought
0: of. i i thought of that i thought of all the banned books for whatever dumb reason yeah mm-hmm. but you'll let them play violent video games cool what <laughs> yeah well it's like i it, said uh, it before
2: on our podcast and i'll say it again here i mean it's it's never about the children and just think about how relevant All of those South Park episodes and even the movie still are today. How many years later? I mean, my God, we watched an episode from 2004 a few weeks ago. And the topic about it was like things that we're still struggling with today in 2023. So the show is aging like a fine wine, unfortunately.
0: But also fortunately, because then it's like, oh, yeah. So this doesn't make it super of the time.
1: That's true. That's true.
0: I was thinking like, you know, with that moment at the end when they're starting the war and the other moms are like, our kids are going to get killed. Is it Stan's mom that says that? Like, our boys are going to get killed or something like that. Like, show that scene to all these people currently who are like, it's about the children. Be like, yes, this is an extreme case. Like, it's also an animated movie, but like, this is what you're doing, basically
1: the cognitive dissonance of saying i need to ban these books so kids don't turn out gay but i can't ban guns in any capacity because guns don't kill people people kill people mm-hmm. but yes. this book is going to make you gay
0: oh yeah then that's the worst thing ever
1: yeah oh my god we yeah are so serious
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay um so <laughs> there's also a moment that i was like i think the show is ahead of its time where they have satan a big muscly dude be a bottom where yeah
2: <laughs> a big old aggressive how progressive, bottom. How progressive. <laughs> <laughs> where like, even but where's even where's that it... ariana grande get, it's a quality But I was just like, I mean, even today we're
0: still making fun of that. Where it's like the big, the big burly man is definitely the top, and you're like, uh, sure, sure. Oh no, I
1: I love watching couple dynamics because every time I see a couple where there's like this like really big guy and there's like a tiny twink is the other half of the couple, and I'm like, (laughs) that twink is the top.
0: yeah basically yes and yeah <laughs> it's it all stemmed from this movie uh, south park <laughs> they really, paved really, the way really yeah yes, absolutely totally although i yeah. gotta i gotta say like i know big gail is like a joke in a way but it is representation it, and it, it's kind of positive
2: so big gail himself is a very interesting character because he is super duper gay but no one in town has a problem with him and the boys don't even treat him any differently just because he is gay they treat him with respect because he's an adult character that they have respect for so mm. it's really interesting to see big gay al portrayed on the show because you never see any kind of like hate crimes towards him minus the fact that they did the parents didn't want him to be the scout leader at one point because they were Way they later exploring on in the that series, stereotype yeah but later on but i mean other than that everyone in town loves big gay al especially kids
1: he's a stereotype yes to a certain degree but at the same time yeah like he's totally accepted it's never mentioned aside from the fact that his name is big gay al Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. but also the same could be said about mr garrison but they just don't respect him because he's an idiot like oh yeah it's not the fact that he comes out. Like I'm, I'm also thinking of the the time that he comes out as trans, and yes. he
1: does come out as trans, and then he transitions to Mrs. Garrison. Okay.
0: Yes, and the mayor is like, "You're a woman now." Okay, like, <laughs> <laughs> I
1: I do see that as being a sort of play on this thing where it's it's so it's tough water to tread because you need to believe people about what they say they are. But then there are people who are willing to say they are something for attention.
0: But I feel like with this show, at least the characters in this world that they created, I can't speak for the creators or the animators or the actors or anything, but the characters are all very accepting. And like, unless it's the topic of the episode, because, like right. you said, there's a scout leader. There was the uh, big Al as a scout leader. I mean, there was what was the Children of the Corn one? Why is that coming to mind right now?
1: Children well, wasn't of the it Corn one,
0: Highlander. Wait. No, Children of the Corn, where the kids take over the town. <gasps> they all say oh, that their parents molested yeah. them.
1: Yeah, and the, you're talking about
0: Outlander. No, that is children of the corn, my yeah, friend. Yeah, no no no. I, yeah. I'm
1: talking about Joe Mint Outlander, where he's like, Oh yeah Outlander, we you have, have your woman.
0: woman.
1: Yeah.
2: But yeah, they all the kids in town say their parents have sexually molested them so that their parents will get arrested yes. so then they can do whatever they want because they won't have any parents around. And then at the end of the episode, it turns out they've only been gone for like two weeks. And that's how quickly time. they all in the long, long ago. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how quickly everything like devolved into a different society.
0: So that's not one that I'm trying to put in into reference but like they they talk yes. they talk about issues topical issues especially considering you know like we said they make them the week of that's yeah. happening uh so in this world it seems like everyone is chill
1: <laughs> I, and i think they do it in such a way that they're like it in a way that you should respect people to the degree of like oh mr garrison is now mrs garrison and now he's mr garrison again and this is a little exhausting and i feel like it's for attention but i'm still going to respect that decision because you should believe people about who they say they are
0: because like they're eight and nine years old ten years old something like that the kids and yeah like yes they have foul mouths and everything but whatever name me like everybody has a foul mouth at this point and at least they're i i can't believe i'm saying this but i feel like south park is teaching kids about acceptance (laughs) in In a way way.
1: it does (laughs) especially with the fags episode where they're talking about the motorcycle guys yeah i Mm. love that episode so we talk about it all the time and i know this is out of the bounds of the movie and we've kind of strayed from the topic of the movie whatever man that's what happens (laughs) (laughs) but i love that
0: episode so much I actually don't think I saw that episode. It's a great episode. I binged it when I was unemployed due to the pandemic, but I don't remember if I actually watched that one. Granted, that pandemic was like seven years, so whatever. Uh, I know we talked more about the show and everything, but like how I I don't think I I feel like this episode would have been like 10 minutes long if it's like, I love this movie. Let's get into Sharp and
2: Flats. Yay, we love it. Sharp everything. (laughs) I mean, when Brian Boytano was in the Alps, Fighting grizzly bears, he used his magical fire breath and saved the maidens' fair. Why Brian Boitano? Does anyone know? I don't know. It is so random, their choice for that. And like, I just love the song itself because they start with him, you know, getting the gold in the Olympics, but then it just, it's all these different scenarios. He's in the future, he's fighting the robot lords, he's fighting Kubla Khan. Like, he's just, just, he's doing all these things, but also while on ice skates. And it's just so ridiculous
0: what's interesting too is that they introduce it before the song like they mentioned what would brian boitano do as just a line to be able, and i think that's when they were trying to get into the movies right at the very beginning
2: that's when they decide Are to, to form um,
0: law resistance
2: yeah because they're yeah. trying to beat. they're trying to fight their moms no of, but i'm right. saying cartman like, has the v-chip already
0: don't they don't they say like what would brian boitano do at uh when they're denied access into the movie theater,
2: oh! It's, I feel
0: I, don't, I feel it's not like not a they say, to
2: plan. "What would Brian Boitano do?"
0: But I don't know. I, I mean, I can't
1: remember, and I just watched this movie twice the last two <laughs> days. So. We're doing great, everyone.
0: But they do <laughs> the, they so do so the
2: quick little bridge where Cartman's like, "I need this V chip it's, out of me." Right, but they I'm saying, stunted my vocabulary." I'm
0: Joe. I'm saying like outside of the song. I feel like they ask the question, what would Brian Boitano do? I don't before... know what they do
1: because they get denied at the movie theater. And okay, hold that's on. That's when Cartman,
0: we, we are starting this at well, the beginning. And we The are... end
2: of the song, It's Easy MK, with the guidance counselor, Mr. Mackey, that's when he's like, You're all cured. Do you take the rest of the day off? But then it shows all the kids in the movie theater again. And then that's when they leave the movie theater. And that's when Kenny lights his fart on fire, and then they go to the hospital, and then George Clooney. George Clooney is scene. there, yeah.
0: And the George Clooney cameo is just wild because he was on ER and everything. But like, isn't that that doctor is in the show? He is he's in the show. Not, yeah, he's not voiced by George Clooney. Which, how they got George Clooney to do this, I have no idea.
1: George Clooney wanted to be on the show,
0: Here,
2: and they kept. Here's a fun fact. Yeah, A lot of celebrities wanted to be on the show in its early heydays because it was a big deal. It was kind of like being on The Simpsons. So George Clooney originally wanted to be on the show. And as a joke, they offered him the role of Stan's gay dog and he literally would just bark a couple times, and that was George Clooney's first appearance on the show. Got on. So honey. I think, like, I think, like, to give him like a little bit more, they offered him the doctor role whenever the movie came out, and also because of his work on ER, probably they thought about him too. But I always thought that was super funny.
0: Oh my god! Okay, before we delve way off the beaten, off the path, and everything, is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we get into sharp and flat?
2: um i
1: think i don't know i think my I stuff could... is in sharp and flat at this point
2: yeah i've got a i've got a sharp and flat for sure great let's get
0: it sharp and flat shall we yes sharp flat.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you so when we record our episodes we always do our little intro vocalizations beforehand. as a placeholder it's it's really funny because we'll listen to a voicemail and then we'll go like i've got something
2: to check out and then we're both like and i'm keeping all this
0: in
2: i'm keeping all of
0: this in
1: that's fine it'll be great a little behind the scenes for you
0: crossover beardos who happen to be here But before we get into Sharp and Flat, let's hear a word from our sponsor, the Beards and Sundries podcast. Hi, Jay here, the most beautiful and perfect host from the Beards and Sundries podcast. The two boys guesting on this episode are also hosts, but because it's just them on the show today and not me, I decided to force my way in anyways. But I am mainly here just to declare myself as the most beautiful host on our podcast. Maybe even the most smartest, too. Ha ha! So, once you finish this episode and crave more wonderful content, check out the Beards and Sentries podcast with me, the infamous, and I'll humbly admit, most gorgeous host. And the other two, John and Artie, whatever their names are. That's right, the Beards and Sundries podcast. Available anywhere you've listened to your podcasts, even on YouTube. And now, back to our show. Sharp. Flat. So in this section, we're going to highlight some moments, whether or not we talked about it. If we liked it, it's sharp. And if we didn't like it or thought it could change, it's flat. Um, Do you want to start with flats just to get them out of the way?
1: Let's do it. Yeah, why not? Why the fuck not?
0: so my first flat is is what we talked about is that the commentary that they're making in this movie is still happening today
1: that's a that's not a flat about the movie that's a flat about reality (laughs)
0: yeah Uh uh-huh yeah Uh uh-huh yeah uh-huh yeah (laughs) don't worry I I
1: thought so my flats were some of the casual racism that gets thrown around I know it does need to get addressed but there are little parts that I'm like you didn't have to do that oh I also oh, are you talking about the military training so operation uh get behind the darkies and then also that little bit where right before they're about to get shot at and chef has them all like duck there's that one stereotype black character who says and I can't remember what it is exactly it's something like is some people about to die? And I'm like, that seems yeah. wholly unnecessary to the tone of this film.
0: Um, I, I wasn't done with my flats. My next flat oh, was going to be Cartman in blackface.
2: <laughs> yeah. During the when... African section of Kyle's Mom's a Bitch. Yeah, yeah. I was just like,
0: Oh, guys! Ugh.
1: Yeah, some of that doesn't didn't age quite. Guys, as this is well ni-
0: as this is 1999. We were making commentary on Holiday Inn on all the other blackface movies at this time. Why yeah. would you do that? They
2: I can just tell it. you that I I can just tell you that I went to college with a guy who dressed as Miranda Bailey from Grey's Anatomy for one Halloween and painted nope. his entire skin. Nope. He, I just hope he doesn't run for office Sunday because he's going to be fucked.
0: Nope. Yeah. Um, And then my last flat is for Gregory, because go fuck yourself, Greg.
2: (laughs) Ah! That was my first flat. Damn. We could all have... We could have same flats and same sharps, everyone. Okay, good. Because I was going to say, my first flat is Gregory and his fucking 4.0 from Yardale. Get fucked.
1: Yardale. Oh my god, Yardale. Is Yardale a real place? (laughs) It can't be. I thought it was like a stand-in for Yale.
2: I thought it was, Uh, too. It's like Harvard, uh, Yale, Yardale.
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: Riverdale, yes. you know, whatever. I mean, it might
1: be a real place, but that, that was my thought. It was like the stand in for like an Ivy League.
0: Understandable. We went and that. saw
2: the Terrence and Phillip movie. Oh, uh-huh. come, Wendy, try and catch me through the hilly brush.
0: <laughs> Fuck <laughs> off. Fuck, Fuck you, <laughs> you <you're> pretentious <laughs> asshole. And he was wearing like a poet shirt. And I'm like, of course you are. Like, also, uh...
1: the back flipping dog is a flat Ooh. for me. Yippee? <laughs> I don't like Yippie. Fuck Yippie.
2: Anthony, the 82nd Airborne loves Yippie
1: fuck yippie <laughs> fuck yippie the backflipping dog it's such a weird <laughs> add-in when they could have done anything else
2: i just like that- later on the battlefield when they cut to yippie and Yippy's backflipping through the battlefield. i know as that's what made me mad about fighting. yippie because i was like
1: why are we cutting back to yippie yippie is nothing
0: I, I love that when the guard dogs go after the mole yippie is just there and it's like I'm not going in that hole. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be one of the crowd. Just <laughs> make the, the sound of a dying giraffe. References to wah, yippee! Wah, 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 hey, wah. hey, is that a dying giraffe over there?
2: Well, Let's go check it out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, any uh, other flats, gentlemen? Any other
1: ones? No, I think that's I, I, there aren't very I, many flats for this movie. It's just so good.
2: Okay, one final so, quick flat for ooh. me is when they're cutting into kenny's body in the hospital after he's on the stretcher and you can hear him like ah, 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 like i don't know why but that always like makes me cringe because they're just like cutting into his body with the scissors and they're all freaking oh. out it's like oh this is so stressful yeah
0: i think that's awesome that's just them making fun of er because again they have george Stopping. clooney and right. big a big potato potato mm-hmm. uh all right sharps I almost just sharp the whole movie just because I was laughing and everything. But like, I mean, I sharp. One of my sharps is the butt for joke. Like I laughed <laughs> so hard at that. It's the just delivery so of
2: it. For I pooping silly. For pooping. I laugh. I was
0: like, <laughs> I need to write this one down and say it as a dad joke later. Um, and the butt for. Um. <laughs> I sharped Satan. I also sharped the mole and Sharping the reveal of Kenny's face because that was the big deal of this movie, and we didn't. It was talk a big about deal, it now, yeah. Like the whole point is that we didn't see Kenny's face for like two years, and then this movie because it said '97 the show started, yes, yes. And so this movie in 1999, they show it was his a face. Huge
2: reveal at the end. Huge
0: mm-hmm. reveal, and he has a line like he speaks and so we hear him and it's interesting Um, so
1: kenny's lines are real he's saying real things it's just always muffled muffled. yes so all the lines he's delivered are are, they're not just mumbles they're actual things that are
0: coming in muffled
2: his part of the intro for the show he's actually he actually has lyrics
0: Isn't it? I like girls with big, big titties. I like girls with big, big titties. That's his line. I like Like, girls with big, fat
1: titties. I like girls with big vaginas. For the first few seasons. Yes, absolutely.
0: Oh, we didn't mean... I I thought he just repeated the line.
1: Nope. Nope. He says, I like girls with big, fat titties. I like girls with big vaginas.
2: What? Yep. I'm learning so
1: much
0: today.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and then Speaking of the girls with big fat titties, one of my sharps is when Kenny is ascending up to the gates of heaven and it cuts to the angels and they're ju- the j- big, yes. jugs just that big, big honking. Just huge. Sweater meets. <laughs> and I remember the first time I saw it and I was like, whoa, like I definitely clutched my pearls because those were some big old cartoon titties that I had never seen on South Park before.
0: I'm sorry. I'm just so happy this is making me. I don't know how long this episode is going to be. This is just an, a great <laughs> moment. Like I, I don't use video for anything, but I just wish people could just see what Joe just did while he was talking about the titties.
2: <laughs> oh, he
1: grabbed his big fat titties.
2: He Grabbed his just absolute rockin' tits, but not He's his bad. melons. I like to be great,
0: but not his juicy melons. Um, <laughs> I uh, so I'm also gonna sharp.
1: The fact that Metallica does Little Boy, You're Going to Hell because I love that. It's such a good song.
0: Yeah! It's great. I, I I I sharped La Resistance and Kyle's Mom's a Bitch. Even though there's that moment, that the blackface moment in it, the song itself is pretty awesome and I love that they like expand expanded it from what was on yeah. the yeah
1: it just is very much like there's a lot of casual racism thrown in
0: there yeah which the show is getting better about it or it yeah. got better about it throughout
1: time. it i think that they try to approach the subject in a way that like to not deny racism but also like it's a line it's a line you have to like toe and walk it's like reading a stephen king novel and being like "Who." That's racist, but I guess racists do exist.
0: Didn't they recently, and by recently I mean within the last like three years, do an episode about Tolkien and how that's <gasps> not his name? His name is, is Tolkien. This is one of the best
2: fun facts. About I fucking South Park.
1: love this fact about South Park. I I, I know it's not the movie, but I want to sharp this storyline. Because... <laughs> Holy shit! They it turns out later that Tolkien's dad is a fan of the Lord of the Rings series. And his name is Tolkien the whole time. Tolkien, yeah. And they retcon all of the subtitles. But isn't that that awesome? Everyone. Oh, I didn't know that part. Yeah. So that everyone is calling him Tolkien the whole time, except for Stan and Randy Marsh.
0: Oh wait! In this episode, you mean? Because in whole series. Oh shit! Yep. Yeah. What? That's so cool. Yeah. It's really cool. It's kind of like how uh, Netflix, The Umbrella Academy, changed mm-hmm. it changed uh, Elliot, Elliot Page's Page. name.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And same it, idea.
0: No, I think they only did it on that. I don't think uh, they did it for like Juno or any other movie that he was in. No, no, I don't think it's just, so. Yeah, yeah, that is so. I didn't know that. That they. Oh my god because then they're obviously calling themselves out in that episode being like, yeah, we did it guys, but we have to, we're going to correct. It it." was
1: still just, it's so great to watch it because you'll see entire episodes from earlier in the season where everyone's calling him Tolkien and then Stan or Randy will say his name and it's token. Mm -hmm. So the whole time they have thought his name is token
0: and that's what the episode's about. Uh, Anyways, we're getting off track again. Whatever. This, welcome to podcasting. Uh, Where are we sharps? Who Did everyone say they're sharps? I said all of them.
1: Oh, uh, casual big gay Al penis was on my sharps. That's the one.
2: Yeah.
0: Joe, what about you? Did you say all your sharps? I had one
2: more how I liked how Mountain Town started the very film off and then they reprised it at the very end in true musical fashion with a big, huge finale. And then the kids have the big, uh like the big like resolve Prescendo. of the note at the very mm-hmm. end, the mm-hmm. big crescendo, big bang. Uh perfect way to close it out. Loved it. And
0: and then Willie. I'm I assuming that's supposed to be Willie. Free Willy? Or is that Shamu? It is. It's Free Willy. Okay. <laughs> it's
2: Free Willy, yeah.
0: Anyway, the Orca whale shows up.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, would you add any of the songs to your life's playlist? And by this I mean like you're not watching the movie, you're like doing the dishes or like taking a road trip somewhere like you're going to put it on a playlist or something. I mean, I listen to this album from time to time like I said. Um I think I I listen more to the stuff that's in the credits, like the uh, the other songs that you guys haven't heard yet than I do the actual songs in the
2: movie. Yeah, like the
1: Canadian theme song.
0: Yeah, the Canadian theme song. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you to my top 3 definitely are definitely um uh, Blame Canada what would Brian Boitano do? And the Mountain Town reprise at the end, just because I'm a huge sucker for that big band finale finish. But those are three that I actually do have in my phone, like right now as we speak.
1: I sing I, up there all the time. And I mean, all, you can ask Joe, I'm constantly singing
0: it around the house. While doing, so, while... <laughs> oh, just randomly, just doing I, whatever. Yeah, I was going to throw in another Beards and Sundries moment. Well, while while not rinsing out your dishes
1: oh fuck
2: you <laughs> shut
1: the fuck up god damn it is this episode over yet
2: <laughs> actually,
1: and actually on that note
2: we're
0: we're done with the episode <laughs> oh god thank uh, what god do you, what do you guys have to what do you guys have to plug or promote
1: uh, I don't think anything. I think we're, we, we we don't have anything to plug, right, Joe? Uh-huh, yeah.
2: yeah. Well, I can plug Anthony's birthday because it is coming up very soon on the 19th of this month.
1: But you could also plug our podcast, the Beards and Sundries podcast. Uh, you can find us at beardsandsundries.com. You can also call us at 405-999-2242. Uh, you can find us at Beards and Sundries on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, X? X thing. I think we're on X, yeah, we're on X, and we're on Threads too. I don't know. Jay does all that stuff.
2: <laughs> we discuss random sundries or topics in our market, and we put out new episodes every Sunday. When am I
0: coming back, guys? <laughs> you, <laughs> I don't know. You, you did invite me to come we back do for need a season no, we opener at the season two finale, Joe.
2: We've been we brainstorming to. ways to get guests better incorporated into our format. So we are toying with that and we will have you back soon.
0: Great. Yeah. Cause I have, I have a game. I have a game. My game is ready. We'll, we'll figure it out. We promise. And, and, just- and, <laughs> and if you have a topic for me to be on the Beards and Sundries podcast, you can email me at puttasungpod <laughs> at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at puttasungpod. Um, I know we said a lot about South Park. What is your favorite episode? I'd love to hear it. You know, do, do you guys have a
2: favorite? You want me to go first? Yeah. My favorite episode. Oh, hold on. Let me get you a better setup for that. Uh, which season was it? Oh, uh, I know which one you're going to say. Oh, you know. So my very favorite episode of South Park ever is an episode called The List. And it came out on November fourteenth, two 2007, and it's the season finale of the 11th season. And the premise behind the episode is the girls have made a list of all the cutest boys in class, and Kyle has been ranked at the very bottom. So Stan and Wendy go on a deep dive behind the world of list-making with girls to find out why Kyle was ranked the very ugliest boy, while... In the meantime, Kyle is trying to struggle with the fact that he is now considered an ugly kid in the class. There is a lot of action in the episode, and it turns out that there is a lot going on behind the scenes that Wendy didn't even know was happening, and it turns into a big action finale, and then there's a very riveting ending, and it's very twists and turns and very action and very funny with uh, everyone starting to make fun of Kyle, why he's so ugly now, even though he's not ugly, but... It's just it's so good. It's like a movie in an episode.
0: What do they say in the meeting? Glitter and sparkles. Sunshine. And- Sunshine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I that ha-
2: sparkle with all the girls. <laughs> Does
1: not sparkle, didn't sparkle with-, with her, did it?
2: <laughs> My favorite Anthony- scene in the episode is when they get to the list maker's house, because uh is the list holder, I think, is what it was. And they're like, I think we need to go back in and uh look at all the votes. And she goes, That's about far enough, Wendy. <laughs> You're getting close to a secret that I don't think you can handle. Let it go. (laughs) Gets all serious.
0: I love it. Anthony, what is your favorite episode?
2: Uh, I would say
1: cock magic is probably my favorite episode. It's a newer one and it is so (laughs) good. It's an episode where the boys are getting into magic, the gathering, and it's being played by, by cocks, by literal roosters. Um. And then Randy thinks they're getting into cock magic, which is magic done specifically with your penis in mind. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Love that
0: episode. Mine is the Easter special. I watch it every year. Oh, I love the <laughs> Easter special. Like I amazing. watch I watch it every year in Easter. That and Dogma.
2: What uh, are they hiding under this <laughs> hat? Oh, bunny ears. Because it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. St. Peter was a
0: rabbit! Peter Rabbit. And they put the miter hat on it anyway. uh, And if you want to be part of next episode's conversation, well, we're going to be talking about Sweet Charity. Yes, we're going from South Park to Sweet Charity, everyone. Uh, Anthony and Joe, thank you so much for coming back on...
1: For the first time.
0: Thank you for having (laughs) us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Anthony and Joe, thank you for coming back right, coming back, fucking a man i can't do this joe and anthony thank you so much for coming on to the podcast for the first time um hopefully it won't be the last question mark i just don't know what else you guys would want to do or be interested in talking about we'll send you ideas yes yes
2: thank you very much for having us yeah I, seriously oh man this was there, a lot of fun
0: i mean initially when i reached out to to jay i did want all three of you on an episode and he was like "Whatever." <laughs>
1: Yeah, so. that's true. Well, because I'm not big into musicals, but this is a sort of little special cross-section of interest mm-hmm. for me.
0: That's And that's why uh, I figured it was perfect for you guys. And we got it right. We did, John did a right episode. <laughs> you did it. You did it. I, and we, we did it too. We did More it, importantly, we did Wait. <laughs> it. <laughs> hey,
1: shut up. Anyways.
0: <laughs> Anyways, thank you everyone for listening and bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye.